I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There is no better group of buds for flower power than forms of the shrubby potentilla. Hello and welcome to This Week in the Garden. I'm Peter Seabrook, here to help with some of your gardening quandaries. The biggest event on the horticultural calendar, the Chelsea Flower Show, is just days away now. It's a big week for wholesale nurseries bringing their best offerings to the capital. And later on, I'll be speaking to Neil Alcock, manager at Seant Nurseries in Wales, about his hopes for Chelsea. My thanks to Sutton Seeds of Torquay, sponsors of this podcast, and to my producer, Charlie Jones. Sad news this week, with the death last Sunday of Beth Chateau. A remarkable lady. Uh, she was founding member of the Colchester Flower Club in the 1950s. Uh, I think only the second of a flower club formation in the country. And then, of course, a gardener extraordinaire. Ten consecutive gold medals at Chelsea Show from 1977 uh, with her unique displays of plants for dry and damp areas. A mantra for her lovely garden. Uh, which is now in the hands of her granddaughter, Julia Bolton. Uh, We remember you uh, fondly and kindly, Beth. Thanks for the beauty that you gave us all. The news this week comes from my garden. Not good news either. As far as I can see, I've got just one apricot on my great big apricot tree. Last year we picked 50 or 60 pounds of really lovely apricots, made good jam, had some in a deep freeze. We ate them till uh, we we didn't really want to eat anymore. And then with that uh, snow and frost, when the tree was in flower last March, I'm afraid it's wiped them out. Uh, Goodness knows how people make a living growing fruit when uh, one touch of weather like that can uh, really upset the crop for a year. It's not just the apricot, I've got a very early plum and that suffered the same problem. There's only one bit of good news there, Uh, the plum moth, you know, which gives that little pink maggot in plum fruits that was building up in my garden. Well, if we have a year without stone fruits, I'm afraid the moth won't have any chance of building up its population. So if we have a reasonable crop in 2019, with luck we won't have to worry so much about uh, the maggot or an asparagus goodness those three hot days I mean you could stand and almost watch it grow Uh, you have to certainly cut it every day Uh, and uh, well what we won't have uh, in the deep freeze for apricots it looks as if we should have with uh, asparagus It, it was perfect weather too over that hot two or three days to run the hoe through the veg plot you know what we say there's no weed mightier than the hoe And if you can run it gently through the top of the soil about once a week, it's very quick and very easy. How before you can see the weeds. 
and, and if you do see no more than the little white threads of germinating seedlings, that's perfect. I reckon to uh, use a push hoe working backwards across my veg plot takes about an hour, I suppose, to hoe the 30 foot by 40 foot plot and with luck should be completely weed free. Our guest this week is Neil Orcock from Seant Nurseries. Now, Neil, I've never visited you. For those of us who live uh, in the southeast, it's a little bit of a trek, uh, and and you're sort of well into Wales, aren't you? Yes, you were based on the northwest coast of um, Wales, just outside Carnarvon. And was there a reason for that choice? I mean, did it just happen by chance? Do you think? It just happened by chance, really. And um, the original owners set up, they actually converted from a pig farm to a nursery in 1978. All their first sock plants came from Bridgemere um, Garden Centre. They literally went and bought three of every plant they could, and that's how we started propagating here. Well, that was a good place to start, wasn't it? I mean, Bridgemore. It was, yes. Yeah, in yeah. the days of John Ravenscroft, I mean, a great plantsman. Yeah. That's right, yes, definitely, yes. Yeah. And how long have you been there then? Right, I started in 1986 as a YTS trainee. So that's 32 years now I've been here, so yeah. Goodness. Now, yeah. I, I know Seant really as a wholesale supplier of um, new and uh, attractive introductions. So how did that come about? Right. Well, when I was originally the propagator here, um, say back in the late 80s, I was doing nothing but propagate Lelandi and Elwoodi conifers, which were great at the time. I got pretty fed up with that, so... I remember I approached Peter Katz, who was a breeder of Choicer Sundance at that time, and asked him for a license for that, um, which he reluctantly gave us. And then we quickly became established then as um, a nursery who could um, propagate up new varieties and distribute them. So it went from me chasing new varieties to actually people chasing me to, with their introductions to launch in the UK. Well, you certainly picked a winner with that first one, didn't you? We did, definitely, well, yes. yes. You know, every, every suburb that I walk around, it sort yeah. of shines out, especially in the it winter. Does. What a great plant. And, and yeah. of course, what a great connection. Peter Cat just had the VMH, right, yeah. hasn't he, from the yeah. RHS? Yeah. Yes. Well, now then, to bring us a little more up to date, you have a new Berberus, uh, which yep. hopefully we'll have on the uh, Sun, contain a revolution exhibit. Now, yep. can you tell us... Uh, well, as much as you can. Where did it come from? How does it grow? What does it look like? Should we have one in our garden? All sorts of questions fly in my mind. Yeah. Well, Berbers, like I say, in, in recent years, I don't know if you've noticed, but certainly in the, in the retail supply chain, there's been a big resurgence of perennials and you know, heuchers in particular. And a lot of shrubs have been sort of left by the wayside. So I've actually made it my sort of mission to you know, keep um, new shrub introductions coming because they are the backbone of any, of any garden, really. So... Um, the Berberish Orange Sunrise is bred in Poland, so obviously it's a very hardy plant, um, bred by a guy called Lukan Kurowski, um, and he actually has more Berberish coming through in the future as well. But Orange Sunrise, it caught my eye just for that um, fabulous golden variegation around the edge of the leaf, which it has in you know, midsummer. It starts off a very soft, sort of orangey, almost pink colour to it this time of year, and then matures into a nice sort of shrub about one metre tall. So it's very tidy in the garden. I've seen it used as hedging as well, actually, in Europe. So you know, if we use it as a low hedge. So, yeah, I think it'll catch people's eye. 
we've already shipped wholesale to two big nurseries, Hilliers and Lavani Nurseries. So they've got 5,000 each. So there's 10,000 plants destined for the garden centres later this year. And is that the way that, that you tend to operate then? You know, find a good plant, then you propagate it up and then yeah. send out either liners or um, sort of semi-mature stuff to nurseries to grow on? Yes. So we're well established in the supply chain. So we, we, we try and match a plant with a, a plant finisher. And obviously Hilliers are very good shrub growers. We have lots of new varieties going through Hilliers. Um, Lavania, who... Um, and same group comes as us, and also we use people like Wyvale Nurseries, Derby Nurseries. So we, we try and pick the right nursery for the right plants, and then they obviously have their customers like Wyvale Garden Centres, Dobby's Garden Centres, and some supermarkets. Well, we had Robert Hillier on the podcast last week, so oh, yes. it's, yeah. it's quite appropriate. Actually, it's almost becoming a, a Hillier song sheet because we had yeah. Richard Jackson who started his working life yeah. in the early days with Hilliers, and, and then Robert, right. and, and now. You know, you're mentioning the Berberis Orange Sunrise. Uh, it'll yeah. be presumably on the Helios stand, and we'll certainly have it on our stand. And it we have our yes. fingers crossed that it could even make Chelsea Flower Show Plant of the Year. Yeah. Let's, let's hope, yes. I think it's well, yeah, it deserves it. It's a, it's a very good plant, yeah. And I couldn't agree more in terms of shrubs just ready for a revival, aren't they? I definitely think so, yes. We're looking very closely at and Berberis, Sambucus, they're very popular at the moment. Um, we've got a new Sambucus also called Golden Spark, which is um, a variety I, re- I raised myself from seed a few years back. That's been trialled here in the nursery, and we're literally on the point of launching that, so that'll, that'll be available for um, viewing at Chelsea as well. But don't you have a, a silver or a white variegated Sambucus too? No, just this golden one, Golden Spark. Golden Spark. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but we do a lot of work with Sambu because, um, again, a very popular, good garden shrub. Um, our sales are dominated by varieties like Black Lace, which is very popular. So I hope this one will be just as good. I mean, that came from Efford, didn't it? There was um, breeding work done before Efford closed down. And there were se- right. several nice uh, yes. Sambucus or elderberries. With, um, Black, um, Black Beauty was the first one, and that's followed by Black Lace. We also um, went back to that trial work and selected ourselves um, Black Tower, which we've launched um, about five years ago. Oh, that's um, a nice plant. It's very upright, isn't it? It is. Really I dark. that. Yeah, it was actually due to be um, dug up and destroyed. And actually, I drove from North Wales down to Kent and picked up the plants that had just been d- dug up and drove back here the same day and took the cuttings off it. So Goodness. we saved that one. Been destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I also know you for heucheras, don't I? Yeah. Uh, boy, yeah. You, you've handled quite a lot of those, uh, and you've got one or two new ones of those coming through. Yeah, I mean we, we put over two hundred fifty thousand heucheras a year. Um, how, the how, range is dominated. How many? Two hundred fifty thousand. So. That's how many you so, raise each year. That's right. They? Yes. Yeah, and we have them. We grow them from tissue culture, so we have a laboratory um, based in the Far East, which um, grows them in, in the laboratory, and then we ship them over here and weed them onto compost here. Um, and that range is actually dominated by um, a company called Terranova, a big American company, who we work very closely with. But also, we now work with Richard and Vicky Fox of Plantagogo. Um, they've been raising their own varieties, and we actually manage those varieties for them. So we have some nice UK-bred heucheras coming through. Um, this year, 
would be Violet Shimmer and Sweet Caroline. They're the two new ones from Plants Go Go coming through this year. Now, just a minute, you'll give me so much information, I can't get it down. What were the two <laughs> new ones, Violet? Um, Violet Shimmer, Shimmer and Sweet Caroline. And Sweet Caroline. They're nice names. Yes. Uh, well, Vicky's very good at naming plants. They have really good um, name, naming ideas, which I think is quite important with, um, with new plants. Yeah. Will these be at Chelsea? They will, yes. And can you sort of describe Violet Shimmer? Violet Shimmer has a lovely, um, as the name suggests, it has, um, it's purple with a silver overlay, a wavy edge leaf, um, very tidy habit. Um, and as it, as it blows in the wind, it, it does almost, so that looks really good. And Sweet Caroline, that's a golden variety, again with a silver overlay. So you've got a nice yellow with um, silver foliage as well. So very yeah. attractive. Now, if you were if you were in a small house, tiny garden, and you had to select, what shall I say, five or six heucheras, yeah, what would they be? Is that an unfair question to put you on the spot with that? Right. No. Um. I've I have my own favourites. Um. For a small garden, I do like the little cutie series. So you have varieties like frost, sweet tart, cocoa. They're some of the nice nice looking ones. Um. I would also like to have um, a nice hucum called Hucumorello, which has a lovely purple plum colour, and that was really popular. And what sort of um, spacing would you put these at? I mean, we could we could expect, what, a three- or four-year life comfortably from them? Yes, definitely, yes. Um, Hucura, it's, it's his best um, change every sort of three or four years. What you can do, you can actually lift them and, and bury them a bit, bury them a bit deep. Um, that keeps the crown in good condition. Um, and I, I would plant them about 60 centimetres apart, so you get a nice sort of mass then. Uh, 60 to 70? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean, they are what I call uh, accommodating plants, because once they yeah. do get sort of up a bit and multi-branching, you can yeah. sort of pull those pieces off, pop them in a pot, yeah. and they root very easily, don't they? They do, yes. We just need so, to watch for vine weevil, I suppose. It's the, uh, they like them right, almost yeah. as much as us, don't they? That's right, they do, yeah. But yeah. vine weevil are very easily controlled with nematodes. We use a lot of nematodes here in nursery. Um, um, very effective for the spring, summer, right through to autumn awesome months. Um, we, we water nematodes on probably about once a month from almost February all the way through to October. Yes, give me give me the period again. I mean, have you started already? Because it needs to be when the soil temperature is not too cold, doesn't it? That's right. Once the soil temperature is above 7 degrees... Um, and around May, the, the life cycle of a vine weevil starts laying eggs around this time of year now, sort of mid-May. Um, so we follow through end of May, beginning of June with the first applications then, and probably then every month, always through to October. Uh, well, this broadcast is very timely then. So, mm. so people should seriously think about uh, getting a bit of nematode in. Yes. Uh, um, and, yeah. and there's one on sale at garden centres, isn't there? Because that's uh, right. Yes, uh, it's you... the same product as we use on the nursery. It's exactly the same um, creature um, that you can buy on a, on a, a domestic sort of basis as well. That's it. New door. Very effective. New Dorf have introduced this year something which uh, has you know several months life, and so yeah. we don't have to get it through the post alive. Well, well, they're that's all right. they're all alive, but of course that's the right, New yes. one just stores that much better. Yeah, that's right. Yes, yeah, that should make life a lot easier. I yeah. think it should do. Yes. What one little last question, Neil? What about the future? What have you got hidden round the back? You know, whenever I go to a nursery, oh, yeah. I, I like to get round the back. You know, see what people have yeah. got tucked up their sleeves. What have you got for well, we've us? We've got um, 
I get sent plants from all over the world actually regularly. So at the moment we have a, a nice little trials area which we keep hidden away. Um, <laughs> there we are. Plants. Yes. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Who sees that? Nobody sees it. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all code names um, because it's very important. Actually, with plant rights, you can't um, display names of plants or you can ruin the um, plant rights application. Um, but we have code names plants. We have some very nice, um, again, hardy shrubby stuff from Canada. We've got um, two new soccer cockers, which are far more bushy than what you see in the market now and far more floriferous. Um, we've got some repeat blooming azaleas uh, from Canada as well. Um, and a good old-fashioned shrub, Arephiolepsis, um, which again, I used to grow years ago as a trainee, and it's gone out of fashion a bit now. We've got a beautiful compact one with full of flower, um, very attractive. Um, and one other one, actually, final one. We have a lovely fragrant rhododendron from Logan Botanical Gardens, Scotland. Oh, really? So, yeah, yeah so some really interesting stuff coming through. Oh, and, of course, there's probably about 20 or 30 more heucras as well, so they certainly won't stop. Well, when you meet the proprietor from Flora Nova, you know, it's yeah. not surprising. Boy, he's got some enthusiasm for heucras. He has. Yeah. I believe the workers who are handling seedlings and things are given a bonus if they find something which uh, has a little bit are, of special yeah. garden quality. Yeah, yeah, they have a finder's fee. It's yeah. Dan Himes, the guy who, who owns Turnover. He, he comes here about once every two years. He stays in Carnarvon. Um, he has a good look at the stock here. Um, and also, he's got a reputation. People actually know him in Carnarvon now from the local pub where he sits in the um, Eisteddfod chair. <laughs> it's, it's <an> guy. <laughs> well, he's a larger so. in life character, and large is the right word, isn't it? Yeah, yeah definitely, yes. Yeah. yeah. Neil, I look forward to seeing you at Chelsea. Let's keep our fingers crossed for yep. Berberus Orange there. Sunrise. I'm afraid I'm just entirely focused on Chelsea. I can't think why we do it each year. Just takes every minute of time we've got at what is a critical time of the year when everything else in the garden needs attention. But there we are. It's the focus of the year for us gardeners when we can show off our skills and with a bit of luck we'll have one or two really nice things. I did spend a few minutes on the local allotment and I thought as my tailpiece a little I know em poem. Open to view in allotment road, the Sunday morning gardener's code. Observe the method, hear the patter, five minutes hoeing and ten minutes natter. Thanks again to our sponsor, Sutton Seeds of Torquay. And thanks to you for listening. Enjoy your garden. We'll be back next Thursday. Discover more at sungardening.co.uk Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm.